0: yes people it's episode 219 of griff's brain dump and it's me griff obviously how are you doing it is sunday the 11th of april we're recording on a sunday um sunday evening it is almost half seven in the evening um just chill, chilling out they haven't really done much diy today because that has been my week that has been uh what my life's been consumed by it has just been diy um i'm learning how to do diy it's been actually really good for um mental health i didn't even realize i I'd been just quite stressed quite ratty had to have you know conversations with the wife about my how ratty i've been um uh, which has been totally fair <laughs> Not to say my ratness, to be fair, the conversations about my ratness have been fair. I haven't really been able to put my finger on it or why I've been such a pain in the ass. But, um, but do you know what? Since doing DIY, it's like it's just unlocked something in my head. because, um, like, I think what it was, I was getting a bit cabin fever. Then obviously the world opened up a bit on the twenty ninth. Started playing football again, decided to try to play all the football in one week. Thursday I did football training twice. Saturday I had a kick about my mate. Sunday played in a in a game. And then I've absolutely ruined my knee so that I can't play. To a point I could even kneel on my knee. Like if I was shaking the knee before a game I wouldn't be able to do it. People would be like, oh my god, black footballer doesn't agree with Black Lives Matter. It's like, nah, that's not the issue. It's, uh, my knees a mess. So, um, so I think that got me down. You know, you've got cabin fever, you want to go outside, and then you ruin your knee, meaning you can't actually do the thing you like doing when you're outside. So I was just getting more and more ratty. But, bought a power drill. And just started just doing tasks around the house because what was going to happen, right? I'll be honest, what was happening? We were we were trying to get all the things we wanted drilled into walls and hung up, and then we were just to get a handyman to come around and do it all, right? Um, and then just when you just start getting quotes of things, you're like, I can't bring myself to pay someone to do that. It's not that I can't do it; it's just I haven't done it. So I was like, you know what? Fuck it, I'm gonna do it. Get me a drill And since I've been doing that Just drilling things, hanging things up Sawing things Like in this week I've put up a shoe Two shoe racks uh, Toilet roll holder, towel holder Replaced a toilet seat um, Sawed A curtain rail Not curtain rail um, Sawed a wardrobe rail And put that up um, I've drilled holes in the wall for curtain rail and put the curtain rail up and what else have I done built furniture but that that's easy enough like built a desk I I know how to build furniture that doesn't feel like so much of an accomplishment um built some bathroom cabinets when I say built sorry assembled let me use the right word assembled because to build a bathroom cabinet sounds like I've chopped the wood I haven't done that I've assembled bathroom cabinet then realise that the 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 uh, screws that come with it to screw it to the wall they're not long enough because they don't want you to use up like, wall plugs and I'm like no I'm a I know DIY now and uh, I'll sort that out uh, fix the the lights um, outside the house the the rear garden light the front garden light I've done that um, I'm going to attempt to change the light fittings. In the house as well I want to attempt that. that's going to be my next task and get these cabinets up on the wall it's got two three bathroom cabinets to put up I'll we'll put those up on the wall um, once I said I'm unstoppable that's been my own nickname unstoppable power has uh, been my name this week and I've been singing my own theme tune to myself uh, much to the annoyance of Naomi uh, and and then um, but then when she saw the effects of Unstoppable Power and the things Unstoppable Power was achieving in the house she got on board with Unstoppable Power uh, to the point that she wanted to be Mrs Unstoppable Power and I was like no get your own name <laughs> yeah you, you know like in the comic books you got Hulk then She-Hulk nah get your own name I'm unstoppable power uh, I gave her the name helper girl um, and I just pro- Yeah, I proceeded just to sing my theme tune and then just with her at the end of at helper girl You know you need from the comic book just completely different font So I'm unstoppable power and helper girl <laughs> That's her She's been helper girl um, But yeah We've got some other stuff to do and the house as well. Um, yeah, but every I've attempted, DIY-wise, haven't failed. I've, I've succeeded. So the confidence is growing. I'm waiting for the moment that I completely shake up a wall or something. Drill through a wire. I don't know what I'm going to do. It's coming, though. It has to come. The confidence is too high. Each time we need a new job done. I'm like, I could do that. Or just get on YouTube, I'll do that. So um yeah. Been DIY this week. And yeah, I'm just learning those new skills, man. But it's been good. As I said it's been good for the brain. I didn't know I needed it. But I think it's just a learning new skill. Um feeling like you're developing. It's very easy when you've been locked indoors to feel like you're just kind of stagnating and floating along with life. Just drifting rather than floating, just drifting along. Whereas Learning something new, it's just like bam! It's awesome. Um, yeah, man, it's been good. But um, what else? But then, what else been going on this week? Um, we've got to get straight into the important things this week. Um, TV, TV, get into the TV so stuff. Actually, no, do what? No, let's get into the mellow stuff first. Let me bitch and moan about that. And then uh, we'll get into the TV stuff. No, actually, I want to talk about TV stuff. I can bitch and moan later. I can change the mood later on. Whatever. TV. First thing, watch Two Distant Strangers. and watch that on Netflix. Um, pretty cool. It's only a short, very short film. I think it's like 40 minutes, the film is. I'll tell you what the film's about. Because um, I didn't know what the film was about So I found it more interesting to watch I didn't even know the synopsis Basically it was picked by Naomi Because of the font of the film title um, She said it looks like the font of the films that you watch So I've picked this so I think you'll enjoy it And the films she was talking about that I watch um, Were the ones by uh, Boots Riley What is it called? Oh... Jeez, can't think what it's called. It's the one with the telephone voice and it's got Ghost in it, but he's not Ghost. Oh my God. What is the film called? Sorry to Bother You. Because it had a similar font to Sorry to Bother You. She was like, I think you'll like this. I think it's made by the same guy. It wasn't made by the same guy, but I did like it. So it's nuts that she suggested a film on the font of the film title and got it right. Um, But in that film... There is the actor who I now know his name but you know the guy who plays the generic Eastern European gangster in every film. Right? He he played the Eastern European guy in um in Limitless. He let me let me let me just find his filmography and his his casting. And then you'll know who I'm talking about. i get all these different... So he played Trofimov in The Cherry Orchid. He played a gang leader in Moonlight in 2002. He played um, Gennady in Limitless. There you go. He played Nikolai in The Hangover Part 2. He played Maxim in Taken 3. He played Anton Masovich in The True Memoirs of the International Assassin. Uh, he played Randall Himov In Truth or Dare He played Oleg In Anna Okay um, He played Tavian Corsa In Burn Notice He played Dmitri Greshnev In NCIS in Los Angeles He played Ricky taibor In Ironside He played uh, <laughs> He's played Um Wait, is any the other ones? I think that's it. So he's played all of those type of characters. He's played others, but those are the ones I've picked. And it seems like those are the films I've seen him in. Okay? I find out that this Eastern European, when he's in he's in uh, two distant strangers, right? He's he's got an American accent. He's playing the police officer with an American accent. I was like, hold on. Hold on. Can this Eastern European guy with a banging american accent because the american accent sounds a bit off but i'm like i can't be mad at him the guy's eastern european so I'm, I'm impressed by his american accent and then to find out that this guy is not american he's not eastern european he's bloody welsh his name's andrew howard and he's welsh I, my mind has been blown. I posted on every social media I have. And not one person came up, commented and went, I knew that. No one. Everyone was laughing or shocked or mind blown. People were knocked sideways because he he only ever appeared in these films as these characters. Now he's nuts. He's he's appeared in loads of films. Now look at these other stuff. He's Steven and Tennant. Um... So, I don't know if I've just ignored him in these other films. He's. Uh, his name's Austin Merck in this film, but he, he's Captain Clarence Hester in The Band of Brothers. He's Luke Ronson in Law and Order. Um, he's Mr. O'Rourke in Copper. Um, you know, I mean, he's, he's McCormick in the After Quentin in Bad. So, he's, he's played a, a a wide array of characters, but. In my mind, he is generic Eastern European gangster in every film. I wish you could, like I wish there's a way of me showing you his face through the pod, but just type in Andrew Howard, yeah, you'll see his face. You'll be like, nah, this guy, no way. But yeah, I've seen him. He's actually Welsh. he's, he's a bloody Cardiff City fan. I think he's ethnically Irish, but yeah. Not not Eastern European at all, mind blown by that, but yeah um but it's, it was just so funny that me me watching doing the American accent prompted me to Google him to see where he was from. I was thinking which which eastern Bulgaria, Ukraine, Russia, I don't know which one he plays all of them, but no, but I think whats this week started watching is them. Amazon Prime them, uh, watch it, yeah, watch it. It's got um, Ashley Thomas in there. If you don't know, Bashy. Um, Ashley Thomas is his real name, so I guess he's he's a real actor now. So he's he's not going around as Bashy. I mean, you got respect, Ashley Thomas. He, he's good in it. But what I love about it is I know him as Bashy. Yeah, when I'm watching it, I do not see. Bashy. It just show you when these these rappers, I'm not sure like what training he's had. Bashy. Like, I'm not sure if he's if he you know started on the rapping thing and then decided let me give acting a go or he's always done the acting. I, I don't know. Let's see, he um in 2010 in the British flicks shank. Yeah, and then he was in um, he was in four three two one. Alright. Oh, he took on the role. So in 2010. 2010 was 11 years ago. He was 36. Started that'd make him 25, so he's not that. Alright, anyway. He, um... But, yeah, he, he just started... He, he, so, yeah, he got into acting after rapid. So fair play to him. This it just makes me, it just makes you laugh when people could just do that. But like there's there's people who've been acting their whole life and haven't got a role like he's got. Or even got the breaks that he's got whereas and maybe because they're not good enough. But you know when someone's just talented at one thing that they can just switch that talent to something else. Like it's like when you find out like these professional sports stars. Like Andy Murray, for example, decent at football, like really good at football, but was just a bit better at tennis. So he thought, oh, "I'll just do tennis," but probably could have done quite well as a footballer. Now, I mean, imagine being that talented—you just got to pick your talent, or you just don't even pick your talent. You just do one, and then after, do one, I fancy just doing acting? You see, Bashe picked up acting part way through his rapping career. This guy's been in. Bloody Top Boy He's been in 24 Black Mirror And now he's in this film In this thing called Them And Them has been brilliant It's him and he's um, Starring opposite uh, What's her name Her name is Deborah Ayurinde Um, And Going on to my theme of what I saw about before. So that guy, Andrew Howard, British, taking all the roles. Taking not even just the American roles, but taking the Eastern European roles. Bashi, he's playing an American. Taking all the good roles. And Deborah Ayurinde, born in London. Left when she was eight. Yeah, got raised in the US, but still in London. Like, it was still, say... That's he's from London. Taking all the jobs, Brits are just taking over. White, black, don't matter. Just taking over. Um, but no, really, just really impressive, man. Just, just really, really, um, really, really cool, really cool show. I recommend it. To them. Um... Yeah. What's interesting though, one of the actors <laughs> in it is um is Shahadi Wright, who was also in Us. So she's been in a film called Us and she's been in a film called Them. Um so I'm not sure what else she could be in. She's completed it, right? She's completing language. You can be in a program called Us and there'd be one called them. All right. Jim. When the agent brought that to her, she was like, you're, you're taking the piss, right? <laughs> you like, you must be taking the mick. Um, right. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. What else have I got on my list of things to talk about? Right. Let's get into the deaths of the week and the things that have spun off of that. So. Don't know which death to go with first I guess you go with You can go with um, Go with Prince Philip first So Prince Philip's died 99 years old um, And I mean what more can you say The guy's been old forever And He's interested when people die And what People's reactions are to death So we was a discussion with my wife About Prince Philip, and I, I saw a very funny joke that I, I thought was a funny joke from uh, Tez Ilias who said that now Prince Philip's dead, he can now do racism in peace, R.I.P. Obviously, lots of people got on Tez's back, but if you don't know who Tez Ilias is, he's um Muslim Asian comic from Blackburn, who um, basically just gets a lot of heat just for being the Asian Muslim who talks his mind <laughs> very funny comedian um and like a lot of things on the internet he probably gets more attention from people who dislike him than people who like him and um me and my was discussing about the reactions to people dying she was like yeah i mean i'm not bothered by prince philip dying but i just think it's a bit distasteful um to make jokes about him or something mm. I mean, I guess if people, my thing is, if you're making jokes about people while they're alive, then you shouldn't just stopped because they've died. Um, and she wasn't aware of like, all the racist things that Prince Philip has said before. Or as the British media calls them. Obviously, they're not racist, they're just gaffes. <laughs> he didn't know what he's doing. This worldly man who's travelled around the world. Yeah, he, oh, it's just a, you know, he's just your granddad, isn't he? You know, they say things. No, no. Because is the thing, right? When people go out of their old they and say things I've said this before And I'll say it again Right? I, I did used to give people that blight That you're old So You know I'll let you off But listen I'm going to give you one person's name And not one Scandal Right? This guy has the world record for the longest television career For a male entertainer his name was Sir Bruce Joseph Forsyth. Yeah, that's who he is. Is he buried at the London Palladium? What? I didn't even know that was allowed. So I'm just googling. This <laughs> googling googling because I wanted to get the the stats for his age, but it says his resting place is the London Palladium. Is this guy seriously just buried there? That is nuts. Anyway. Let me give you a little background to Bruce Joseph Forsyth, yeah. Born in nineteen twenty-eight. Um I know that's after World War No, is that after World War Two? No, that's before World War. II. Sorry, no World War Two. World War One I was thinking about no, it's definitely before World War Two. I think that's before World War One. Anyway, right. He's born in nineteen twenty eight, Edmonton. Then it was Middlesex. That's how old it was. Edmonton's very North London now. Then it was Middlesex. Boy Bruce, the mighty Atom, Brucey, Sir Brucey, right? Years active, 1939 to 2015. The guy's the presenter, actor, comedian, singer, dancer, and screenwriter. Yeah, married three times. Served in the army, and they served in the Air Force for two years. In the film unit? I like, get out of here. That don't count. <laughs> that don't count. You know those guys who served in the army? They were a chef. Piss off. I served in the army, you know. I was in the bloody army. Years of service. 47 to 49. After the World War. Because, right, if you born in 1928, you are 18 in 1944. Oh, you're a skyver, Brucey. 1944, you could have been involved. You could have got involved in a few World War scraps. You went, nah, I've joined the army, I've joined the Air Force after. Film you To see a film with stuff. But listen, the point I'm making is he's done all. he's been around for that long, yeah? So, around women, around ethnic minorities. This guy has not had one racism scandal, not one sexism scandal. No, me too. Bruce Forsyth, 1928, been around on TV, big name, forever. Not not touched any woman, not even given the woman a slap. No, no, he's three wives he's had, divorced. Not, none of them have come out and said, Bruce Forsyth, yea, he's an arsehole, mistreated me. Nope. Worked all that time. Not one anecdote of him calling a black person any wrong word, age, nothing. Asian, nothing. He ain't even got a homophobia thing. Right? That is how old this guy is. And he's no scandal. So what I'm saying is this. If a man who's been in the public eye for that long, right, hasn't got any scandal. Then listen. There's no reason... For Prince Philip to be saying bullshit about any other ethnicities and stuff. And what I would find so funny as well when these people make these racist comments, right? But they're animal lovers? Because Prince Philip is bang on like the WWF, not the Wrestling World Wildlife Fund, yeah? He's bang on that. He loves them. He loves pandas. I find it really interesting when someone could have like the compassion for animals. But not for other human beings (laughs) That stuff makes me laugh Oh, the animals, the animals, the animals What about black people? What? Uh, No, the animals Like, piss off How can you be hugging trees And kissing elephants And still say racism Like, get out of my face But You know, everyone does have a family Um, So imagine His family will be sad I was discussing this with my wife as well about how upset because we, someone, a few people we know had like posted things But, you know, at this time, you know, I hope the Queen could be supported and stuff. And, you know, they're, you know, they're really kind of leaning into the royals and stuff. And, and know, I can see that's kind of like a royalist statement. Okay, yeah, kind of is. But what you got to remember though, it's on paper. You should actually be bothered by this, right? We should, as a nation, be bothered that Prince Philip has died. Like, he is the Queen's husband. Now, this is the United Kingdom. We really revere the royalty. Our national anthem is God Save the Queen. Her face is on our money, our stamp. She is the head of state. Um... You know, it's hard to separate the two. Britishness and royalty, it's hard to separate the two. We've been grandfathered into having this group of people who have a birthright and divinity to be ruling above all of us. And we should really love that. So when the Queen's husband dies, the Duke of Edinburgh, we should as a nation be sad about it. So I get why, you know, the BBC has to... Change every single program that's on all day just to go back to back to back to back to talk about Prince Philip and to have all these royal correspondents who've probably met the guy once talking that very posh and stiff upper lip voice. Like yes, you know, there's this very sad time at Markham Palace at the palace, the, palace, the, the royal family, bit. So shut up, you know. We get it, but it's like. And, I, and I, how I understand, as a country, won't be sad, but all day. I mean, I guess BBC is the national channel. So BBC and ITV, they have to do that. But it did feel a bit excessive, though, right? they like not playing any music or one extra. It's Prince Philip's, bloody hell. But here's the thing. Can't complain. We've got other channels, so you can just turn the channel over. But talking about complaining, what was funny is there were so many complaints about the back-to-back Prince Philip coverage. Like I said, I can you can talk about these imaginary people. There's okay, there are Brits who really love the royal family, and there'll probably be some people who are actually crying about it because they just love it that much. There's still a large majority, large number of Brits, black, white, Asia, doesn't matter. Who are just like don't give a shit, mate. I wanted to watch. I think it was like Master Chef final. <laughs> That was meant to And someone went, they've taken a piss. I to watch that. Now I've got to watch this fucking Prince Philip box. God, you just put this on the red button. Like, I don't, I don't want to watch it. Put it on BBC News. All I care. Just not on BBC. Why well, I want to watch this? And they had so many complaints on BBC. They actually streamlined a form. Do you know that on BBC, if you want to complain, you've got to say, like, the reason why you complain, and blah, blah, blah. They just made a whole new web page go... Com- like, like stuff like complaining about the back-to-back coverage of Prince Philip's death. Just put it in your name and email address. Just put it there. Like, if that's what you're moaning about, just fill out this form. That's why you know you've done it too much. You've made a bespoke complaint form about stuff. You know it's worth complaining about. Oh no. know. Obviously, he died. Um, DMX died um, as well. I think on the last pod, I was saying I knew he was ill. And now he's passed and stuff and what's and how's that so that's was funny are thinking like, because they died on the same day it was like their deaths have been forced to be linked which is really weird i don't think if i've ever seen that before so you yeah, had the front of like the daily news in america where they've got the prince and the rapper and then they've got like the prince written in white writing the rapper written in black and they've said the, like, beloved Prince and the, the, troub- the, like, the inspirational but troubled rapper. And people have got, this is racist. Why are they saying that he's troubled? I'm like, why are they saying DMX is troubled? Uh, what? Like, I think he's... I don't think you could... That's not the the angle you should be complained about. You could complain that, I don't know, maybe they could have used you know, a, a negative adjective for Prince Philip, I suppose some people getting annoyed that why they even bothered got Prince Philip on their cover in America they wouldn't have DMX on the covers here, it's like, again, what are you actually trying to moan about? people just rolling eyes, typical just like, what what point are you actually making? but you know it's the internet so it's not actually worth me challenging that, you know what I mean I won't challenge that, get called a coon <laughs> Because, because I'm not upset about a newspaper cover of a newspaper that I don't read. And That I was never going to see anyway, because it's not published in this country. Like, what what, what are we doing? What are we doing as the internet? And like I said, the, the deaths have been forced together. So much so, that Lewis Hamilton tweeted a tribute to DMX. And that, if you read his comments, is full of people getting upset that he hasn't said anything about Prince Philip. Telling him to give back his knighthood. They'd start riffing into DMX's life. Like, well, he's had drug addictions, he's got 15 kids by nine women. I don't think you should be saying, you should be saying RIP Prince Philip. Give back the honours. Just like, what are you talking about? The two have got anything to do with each other. Why? Because you've you've mentioned one, you have to mention the other. And you've seen what happens when you try to mention them both in the same tweet. Kerry Washington tried to tweet about both going oh I wonder what they're going to talk about now they're both in heaven what are you talking about? are they both in heaven? I don't know and my view is I definitely think DMX is in heaven 100% DMX is in heaven uh, even though he's got his troubled life even though he didn't pay for all of his kids drug addiction all that stuff I don't think drug addiction is anything to be looked down upon exactly drug addiction tends to be the byproduct, tends to be the result Of something rather than the cause of something. You know what I mean? People don't just get addicted to drugs for banter. There's usually something going wrong in their life. That they end up turning towards drugs. Anyway. But I definitely think DMX is in heaven. Reason why? Because I don't know which angel would have the job of telling him he isn't getting it. Maybe I haven't got like. Like the concept of heaven and hell right. And a Christian. -Christian, Judeo-Christian. Abrahamic religious way but in my mind I think it goes one of two ways it's either like you have a trial and you find out whether you're going to heaven or hell um, or you just queue up for heaven like a nightclub you're just queuing up and you find out when you get to the door whether you're getting in but either way I don't know who's got the job of telling DMX you're not coming in he's going to be like nah i will it in you can't tell DMX ain't coming in, man. So, DMX is there. Is Prince Philip in heaven? I don't know. I don't know. Because other than the racism, I don't actually know what other stuff he's done. That would mean that he wouldn't be actually allowed. Like, is is racism bad enough to not get you into heaven? Um, I don't know. I don't know if it was. I mean... I think the Bible was written before racism was a thing, so probably why you haven't really got too many mentions of race. You got you got like your ethnic groups where people are from. I mean, you got your cast You got your uh, curse of Ham. Um, so, but I don't that that. Curse of am having like I said I'm, I'm not religious, but that one does really feel like he's just been shoehorned in there. <laughs> Someone's got an agenda and just kind of tipexed a bit of the Bible out, like, just shoved that in. It's like, yeah, black skin's a curse. Just oh that's not all I wrote. Yeah, you did. Not the tipex. Um but yeah. But DMX, RP DMX, I guess as well. Um it was fun to see Ian Wright do a tribute to him on Match of the Day, um, which was just it was just nuts. I like it completely caught me off guard, and it caught it um, caught it caught Gary Lineker off guard. But Gary Lineker went nice tribute, but Alan Shearer I could tell with Alan Shearer's face. He was just like, "What was just said then?" Because they've analyzed the. Uh, City Leeds game, they go, What happened today? and then Ear Wright goes, Well, I think they stopped, drop, shut them down, opened up shop. And then you see Gary Lee goes, Nice tribute. And it's just, you see Alan Shearer's face, like, What What has just happened here? What did he just say? What's he talking like? You can tell in his face, he's looking at like the caramans of going, when, when they play the next game, and our mics are off, I'm asking what the fuck was just said then. What was just said? what did you just say here <laughs> Oh dear but nah it's cool. Who else that Nikki Graham died uh, from Big Brother uh, I'm not sure which big brother that was, but it was the big brother of Ashleen in um, Pete the guy with the Tourettes Nikki Graham who is she? That's Nikki Graham. Might have seen the meme, Who Is She? Um, What is nuts though is watching her clips with with today's eyes from Big Brother because I just started watching them because wife didn't know who she was because she's like, Oh, why is is the hashtag Who Is She? and I was like, Oh, that was her saying in in Big Brother, she said it once. And um, I was showing her videos of her from Big Brother House. And you know, like, now you've got today's eyes, and you've got, like, your mental health awareness, and you realise how much someone was struggling mentally, and we were just watching it for pure entertainment. Like, <laughs> like, I look back. I remember at the time, I thought, she's great in entertainment value, but I'd hate living in the house with her. Now I look at it, I'm like, get that girl out of the house. She is struggling. She seemed like someone was a bit precious and through tantrums, but it weren't all there. Like, someone like that shouldn't be in a situation like Big Brother. And it's just, yeah, it's crazy. Like I said, just to watch yesteryear's things with today's lens. And you're just like, that can't run now. That could never run now. That, not, not a chance. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Not a chance. But yeah, man. But like these deaths have been weird. Like, you know, just the... Uh, like DMX, there's conspiracies about DMX's death as well, about whether it's COVID-related or not, and just like, now's not the time, guys. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I'm up for conspiracy theory, because, like, these COVID passports, a lot of people said this would happen. I mean, I, I give credit where it's due, and like I said from day one when it comes to conspiracy theories, I have no issue with the individual... Theories. It's only when they're all linked together. A COVID passport, due to the COVID restrictions, makes sense. The COVID passport linked to 5G, Bill Gates, reptilians, shape-shifting lizards. No, it's just you, it's a no from me. They, they they don't have to all be linked. So people said about the COVID passport. Yes. This seems like this may be coming true. But please don't go round Lord saying, told you this was going to happen, because you did go for the scattergun approach, and you just listed every conspiracy. So if one happens, or two happens, it doesn't validate the rest. Okay? So just just relax. Enjoy this win. If though <laughs> no, it's not a win. I mean, I don't know when you get a passport. Like, when you get this COVID passport. I mean, I'm totally fine with it for international travel, because I... Get immunizations when I go abroad to different places anyway. So I'm cool with that. But um, but just go to the pub. I can sit in the garden, but I ain't got a COVID passport, So I can't sit indoors. Get out of here. Get out of here. So um, anyway, well we're 38 minutes in. Jesus, let's get some dear Deirdre and then um end this podcast. I've watched watched three episodes of um of them. And I want to watch more. I can't leave it too late because uh, the lady, she um, she has just no ability to stay awake. She's probably asleep now. So <laughs> probably asleep. Does says now. So I can't watch it without her. That's our agreement. It's our thing to watch together. Because you know what it's like when you're married or you're the couple, right? There's certain shows that are your shows, but like she watches the bold type. Okay. I watch that anytime I'm sat with her, but it's it's not my show. She doesn't have to wa- wait for me to watch it. I'll just happily watch it when it's on, and that's it. Um, but then she has the other shows where it says that's nothing to do But you, real housewives. I don't give a shit about that. You watch that whenever you want to watch. And there's other shows she'll just watch in bed, watch whatever. But when we pick a show, don't watch it together, we're like, okay. We have to wait for each other to watch this. So, anyway, dear Deirdre, I accidentally discovered my husband's affair when I looked at dashcam footage. Jesus, dear Deirdre, hang, hearing my husband's voice as he picked up his young young lover, planned days out and even booked a dirty weekend. Oh wait, broke up our marriage. Okay, not sure what the dilemma is here. I accidentally discovered his affair when I played back some dashcam footage. All of a sudden, I started to hear his sweet nothings to her. I even heard their steamy kisses and groping in the car just all car leather creaking i imagine anyway at the time i was going through a lot my dad was very ill and died a few months later this happened two years ago and i've tried to forgive him but i'm struggling to properly move on uh, he initially denied he was cheating but when i presented him with the footage he reluctantly came clean The affair had been going on for six months and at 29 she was much younger than him I'm 54, my husband's 55, we've been married for 28 years and, and we'll have two grown up daughters. Eesh. I thought we had a healthy marriage. It's strong and strong compared to our, many of our friends who are now divorced. Nah, don't, because you've got a marriage that's in t- intact doesn't mean it's in shape. Yeah? So don't get it twisted. Just because you ain't broke up doesn't mean that you, your relationship's not broken. Understand that, okay? Anyway, he moved back in with his parents. Jeez at fifty five, horrendous. Um, broke up with his mistress and we patched and we managed to patch things up, okay. Though it seems like we're okay on the surface, I've never really been able to get over the fact he thought so little of me. Um, Recently, I was tidying some drawers in our bedroom and discovered a birthday card signed by another woman with kisses and lots of hearts. I couldn't believe it. I was trembling as I put the card back in the envelope. I would never send a married man a card like this. Am I right to be suspicious? Is my husband having another affair? And is this from the same girl? Um, I am tormented by these thoughts as I still love my husband. Um, right, here's what you do. You find out her name. If it's the name that matches the card. Um... I guess you would know which birthday um I guess you know which, which birthday the card's for, I suppose. I mean if it's just a generic birthday, I mean once you get to a certain age, unless it's a milestone, not writing happy fifty fourth birthday Happy 54th. like you don't have those cards, right? So I guess you may not know. Um it's odd as a man to keep a card as like a keepsake, right? I'm terrible of cards, like as soon as my birthday's over I'm dashing the card away. Like just text me happy birthday. Just ring me and say it. Like don't give me a card. The card's long. I feel awkward. I don't know where to throw it in the bin. Um so I'd rather not. I'd rather not. You can just write on the post it note if you want. Happy birthday, mate. I'd appreciate that. I'll just look at it, read it, screw it up, put it in the bin. That that's a happy birthday card for me. Um but back to this dilemma, yeah, find out. If it's the same name, um, and if there's a hint of the age, then you know whether the relationship's carried on or not. If it's a new name, then you know he's doing it again. He's just been him, been him. Um, be married for that long, you're gonna get decent settlement. <laughs> um, oh, here we go. It's Labor pains, odd job man, charged extortionate rates, but still left my home in the state. There you go. Dear, dear, I hired an odd job man to do some repairs in my house, but all the things were done so badly. I had to redo most of the work myself. It's cost me a small fortune and I can't afford the extra expense. Jesus. Um, I am a 65-year-old pensioner who suffers from arthritis, and although I'm mobile, at the time I couldn't face doing those minor repairs and decorating. I get um but after hiring this man, the work has complete it was completely unsatisfactory. Oh dear. With hindsight I would have been better off doing the work myself from the off. Um have I got any rights to claim back the money yeah, it has cost me? Even a fraction of the cost would help. I don't think you do. Like if it's just Jimmy Jimmy and his nails. um uh, I'm Jimmy I'm Jimmy the Andy Man I just come round, bangs that into the wall, do that, do that. you know what? It would usually cost me two hundred but do it for you for hundred and eighty. Just care shake hands and it will do it today. No, you're gonna have no rights with that guy. That's why we're trying to get a loft conversion for storage. I may have said this last week. And we've had like people from my builder do like other stuff like the painting in the house, the flooring. Just got some guys from my builder. This lost conversion, I went on my builder to get someone to do it, to get some storage put up there. Then in my head, I was like, Darren, no. Get a real reputable company that has guarantees and warranties and indemnity insurance and a website and a company number that if this goes wrong, I've got a printed invoice going, oi, mate, fix it. I don't want to be trying to call Bogdan. Don't be trying to call Connor. Don't be trying to call these guys. Just one man bad. Excuse me. You know, four years ago, you came and converted my loft. Yeah. Uh, well, my foot's just gone through the ceiling. I thought you reinforced that. No, you didn't. Oh, right. Yeah. We'd be able to come and fix it? How much is it going to cost? Right. I okay, guess so I'm going to just keep the hole in my ceiling then. Like, you don't want that situation. So, no. We found a reputable company and we're waiting for their quote. What you got to do? Ah, <sighs> dear. Anyway, let's see. Uh, last one. Um, losing it. I'm burning out at work and turning to booze to cope with distress. The stress at work is so bad I'm drinking a bottle of wine plus a few vodkas every night. I'm burning out. Jesus. Like, I used to love booze part of me still loves booze um, I just haven't drank it for how long now I haven't had a drink for where, where are we April So 16 16 months is that it what I have to boast about Jesus. Yeah, see it's almost over a year I haven't drank. And um, but when I did love drinking, very social drinker. I like to drink with other people. I like being drunk. It's funny. Um. So to just be doing a bottle of wine and a few vodkas every night, is wild. Just on your own. Like vodka, oh god. Anyway, my workload has doubled in the past year, but I haven't received a pay rise, um, so maybe ask for that. It's so bad that two of my colleagues have resigned, then definitely ask for that. I feel my employer is taking advantage of my good nature as I always go above and beyond, though it's got me nowhere. I'm a 48-year-old single mum. My daughter is 12. I try to keep her top the to washing and ironing, spend all my weekend cooking and cleaning. I feel like I'm, sp- I'm on a spinning wheel, which I can't get off. Listen go to your boss and demand a pay rise demand a pay rise stop drinking The you've got a 12 year old daughter she doesn't need to see her mum boozed out of her face Yeah, what you're doing now is inspirational you're being a great role model to your 12 year old daughter you're seeing her mum just crack on with work just go on with life and keep everything together start boozing it's all going to come away at the seams the way you're working too hard is going to come apart at the seams again. So stop the boozing, go to your boss, go, look, you sacked Karen, you sacked Debbie. I mean, they've resigned. Yeah, I'm still here. You need to pay me more. I know you've got the budget because you got rid of those two. You ain't replaced them. I'm working double the amount. Pay me more. And, you, and things don't, when you go in there, don't go in there all timid and mm, 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 because he might actually come back to you go how much you're going to be paid then have a number in your head and say it I've only ever asked for a pay rise once in my life and I got it right a lot of times we don't get paid more because we don't ask to be paid more why'd someone just voluntarily pay you more it actually makes no sense for an employer to do that you know if I why'd an employer promote you If I can keep you there and pay you this amount Or I can give you more work And you stay in the same pay Why would I pay you more? Especially if you're not going to ask for it See, that's what you're going to do, people Ask for it Demand it But be good at your job Don't just be shit at your job And then demand a pay rise Because you deserve a slap Slap with a dirty hanger Right? Dirty, rusty hanger Uh, But yeah But if you're good at your job Ask for a pay rise, man you deserve it. All right, people, that's the end of the pod. I've been talking for 49 minutes straight. Uh, I need to go downstairs, chill out and relax for the evening. It's like 8 o'clock now. um have just gone past 8. So I'm going to chill out, relax, watch some TV, fall asleep, have a super molt. Who knows? All right, people, that's the end of the pod. Peace.